0: Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, Adam Pullman, your personal trainer, fitness coach, and nutrition coach. Thank you so much for being here. I know you have tons of other podcasts uh, you can be listening to and other things that you can be doing. So I greatly appreciate your presence here today on the show. As I mentioned, this is the show where all of your questions are answered. So here's how uh, it works. Questioner questioners, listeners listeners just like you send in questions on my Instagram story every single Sunday. So my handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. That's where you can find me. Every Sunday on my Instagram story you'll see a question box that says ask me a question. And that is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. And I'll answer them here on the show for you in detail. So that's how that works if you want to send in a question at some point in the future here. Today, the question that we will be discussing is about calorie calculators. Which one do I think is best? So if you're trying to figure out how many calories you should be eating... Um, your your calorie intake, calorie expenditure. Which calculator is the most accurate? Make sure you tune in to this uh, episode here today. But before I answer that question, I want to remind you of the the resources that you have available to you at Pullman Fitness. So if you go to PullmanFitness slash free, we have. Obviously, a lot of free articles that you can read about almost any health, fitness, and nutrition topic. But we also have detailed guides that you can download absolutely free as well. So if you'd like to get your hands on those and dive uh, deeper into some of the topics that you're interested in, you can get those absolutely free at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com slash free. Today's question is from Bella E.X., And the question is, which calorie calculator do you recommend? So a lot of people in the health and fitness space like to give their two cents on calorie calculators and they'll argue about semantics, you know, which one's better because of this, which one's more accurate. Um, Some will say, you know, don't overcomplicate it. Some will say, get as detailed as you can because you want to get as close as you can. And, you know... This kind of leads people astray. And I kind of tend to lie by my lonesome uh, out there in the middle of nowhere when I say I don't even recommend seeking out a calorie calculator at all. And here's why. The first reason is that those calorie calculators are going to be educated guesses at best, at absolute best. Um, They're likely going to be pretty far off. All of them are going to be inaccurate. It's just a matter of how inaccurate they are. And when we are trying to change the way that we live, change the way that we do things in order to reach our health and fitness goals, be healthier, whatever it is, that requires energy, okay? And the more energy that we spend on worrying about calorie calculators, turning calories and food into a math equation, the less energy that we're going to have on things that like really matter, like Working out, building healthier habits, eating more greens in your day, making healthier decisions. Now, that's not, uh, don't hear me wrong. I'm not saying that calories don't matter. They absolutely do matter. But I think that the calorie calculator thing just, for most people, turns into an unhealthy obsession because people wonder, okay, well, I didn't lose weight with this calculator. Maybe the calculator was off. I'll try this calculation. Well, this person says to do body weight times 12 minus 150 or whatever it is. And maybe this one's right. And maybe this one's right. And next thing you know, not only do you become overwhelmed, but you kind of run into this paralysis by analysis type of situation where you are analyzing your calorie intake and your calorie deficit and your calorie maintenance and all this calorie stuff so much that you hop from one thing to the next. You don't stick with anything consistently and you never have any confidence in what you're doing because you're always thinking that there's something better out there. So, in my opinion, it's it's just a waste of energy because they're not going to be they're not going to be accurate. Okay, uh, and like I touched on that second that second reason that I want to bring up is just that your your energy is better spent elsewhere. Okay, and th- point two B or point three, depending on how you look at it, is that I think it it has the potential to alter people's relationship with food. I'm not saying in and of itself it does. I just think when it's not used properly. And when calorie calculators and calorie deficits are held as the gold standard of health, which they're not, then that can more easily have someone associate calorie deficit with health, calorie deficit with getting fit. And that's not always the case. The calorie deficit thing, really, I was only speaking in terms of fat loss. That has to be there in order for that to happen. But that does not mean that you have to do a calorie calculator to figure out what your calorie deficit is now people are going to say well that makes no sense how are you supposed to figure out what your calorie deficit is without calculating calories without calculating your energy burned uh plus your energy expended in activity minus uh your your, your energy consumed how do you how are you going to figure that out you know um without doing all that stuff and it's a fair question i understand that now here's what i propose and this is what i have people do all the time it's going to take more time it's going to take a little bit more effort, but it's going to be far more worth it in the long haul, in my opinion. Okay. So um, like I mentioned, if you're trying to traditionally figure out your calorie deficit, it's more calories going out than there are coming in, right? So you would need to figure your your basal metabolic rate, your BMR, that's how many calories you burn at rest. Okay. Um, And then you're going to figure out on top of that, how many calories you burn in activity, or at least guess as best as you possibly can. So, you're going to have to figure out how many calories you burn in activity in addition to your basal metabolic rate. That total number is your total daily energy expenditure. That's how many calories that you are burning in the day. Then from there, you say, okay, I'm going to eat whatever, 300 calories less than that, and that's going to be my calorie deficit, okay? As I mentioned, all of those numbers could be completely wrong. All of those numbers are guesses at best. You don't know with a 100% certainty that that's going to help you lose weight. You just have, you have a you have a guess. It might work, Okay. And it, the likelihood that it does work to, you know, given that you're accurately tracking your food intake and that you um, use the most detailed methods possible to get your basal mod- metabolic rate tested is higher, but it's, like I said, it's never guaranteed, okay? So one of the things that I like to do as in a, in a, in a, uh, instead of that <clears throat> is tracking your food intake, eating as you normally do, okay? And then also assessing your average weight and seeing how that changes over time based on the amount of food that you're eating. Okay. So let's say you start tracking your food for a week or two weeks and you realize, okay, on average, I'm eating 2000 calories. So you shoot for that. Okay. You shoot for that over the next few weeks. During those few weeks, you're going to track your average weight. Your average weight is the amount of, uh, you're going to have, so five to seven weigh-ins per week. Okay. First thing in the morning. After using the restroom, before eating or drinking. That's going to be your, your weigh-in. You're going to have five to seven of those per week. You'll take the average of that. That's your weekly average weight. Over a few weeks, you're going to see how that 2,000 calories affects your average weight. And the reason you want to do an average weight and not just a daily weight is because taking the average of several, several weigh-ins helps you uh, eliminate or at least get rid of all those fluctuations that come from water intake, sodium, stress, all of that, Okay? Because those are factors we have to take into consideration, especially with weight, because it just fluctuates so much based on those factors. So we have to try to mitigate that as much as possible. So you take the average weigh-in. See how you're you're in this situation, your 2,000 calories affects that average weigh-in. If your weight starts to go down and continuously, your average weight continuously goes down, you're likely in a calorie deficit, okay? If that average weight starts to slowly go up, you're likely in a calorie surplus and or you're gaining uh, lean muscle mass, okay, given that you're not gaining body fat, um, depending on how your body adapts physically, okay? Uh, but this is also why I recommend getting body composition tests and not just doing weight, because you'll be able to see what your body fat percentage is doing, what your lean mass is doing, what, you're actually, what your actual fat mass is doing, and how that changes over time, as opposed to just weight and not being exactly sure what that weight is made up of, okay? So that's what I recommend. And I know you're probably sitting there thinking like, that seems stupid. Why can't I just use a calculator? That seems easier. Yeah, it's going to be easier, but you're just never going to know with 100% certainty what it is and your basal metabolic rate is changing. It was different one second ago than it is right now. It was different this morning compared to what it is right now. It's different right now than it was two seconds ago. It's going to be different five minutes from now than what it is now. You never know exactly what it is because it is literally always changing. You might have a good idea, okay? You may have a good idea, but you're never going to know with 100% certainty, and I just feel like taking the time to take that method of the average weights, tracking your food intake to see how they affect uh, or how that, how that intake affects your average weight is just going to be more beneficial long-term. Um, it's going to give you a more accurate, it's not going to give you an exact number, but it's going to give you a more accurate general representation of <clears throat> excuse me, of what your your potential deficit could be or even your maintenance. Like for me, I never, never use calorie calculators to figure out um, nor do I do it for my clients, if I'm being 100% honest. I don't use calculators to figure out what their deficits are. I don't use a calculator to figure out what my deficit is because I'm then putting all my faith into a calc- calorie calculator. And then if it doesn't work, I'm going to get frustrated and go, well, I'll just try a different calculator. I'll just try a different one. I'll just try a different one. And I'm putting my faith in a calculator instead of the actions and seeing results. So when I get a client and I see what they've been eating, it's a requirement. They need to track food for at least a week before working with me. Okay. So they track their food for a week, two weeks. And then from there, I say, okay, this is about on average what they're eating. This is what their weight has done up to this point. What we're going to do is we're going to take away a few hundred calories or add a few hundred calories, whatever their goal is, and see how that affects their average weight, given they have a healthy relationship with scale. And then we go from there because that's going to give me a broader start. And as we go further and further in time, week by week, month by month, that, that, that scope is going to narrow in and narrow in and narrow in and narrow in and narrow in. And before you know it, I'm going to have a really good understanding that, okay, Susie, uh, you know, given she's, she's doing her normal activity, she's not doing anything crazy workout wise. She's doing what she normally does. I know that Susie is going to maintain her pretty, her weight pretty well anywhere between 1800 and, and 2000 calories, for example. And so then I can go off of that. Okay. So, you can use a calculator if you want. It's I'm not saying calculators are bad whatsoever, but just understand that that's a starting point, okay? You're still going to have to track your food intake, you're still going to have to uh see how it's affecting your body composition, you're still going to have to see how it's affecting your weight um and how that happens at, over time. And even if you're using a calorie calculator, I highly recommend that you do average weight just so you can get rid of those or factor out those fluctuations, I should say, okay? Um so like I said, you do you, but that's just how I recommend you do it. Um and it's it's a lot less stressful. And you don't have to worry so much about doing all this math to just figure out what you should and shouldn't be eating. I just don't think that's a very healthy way to approach health long long term, especially with your nutrition and your relationship with food. So those are my two cents. But like I said, you do you. Find out what works best for you. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family. Uh, let them know that where they can go to get their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. And if you have a question, find me on Instagram. My handle is PullmanFit. You can submit your questions there and I'll answer them here on the show for you. Uh, Like I mentioned, spread the love, share it with your friends and fam. Uh, If you're on Spotify, super easy. Just hit that uh, three button link on the top right, hit share. Then you can share it on whatever platform you would like. Apple Podcasts, not so much, but leaving a rating and review would be a massive, massive help. So like I said, spread the love, share it with your friends and family. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in, if you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach,